Good morning, afternoon, midday, whatever time you're listening to the podcast. Welcome back to Drunk Discussions. I'm Connery. Today, I am joined with Paul and Jake. How are you guys doing today? Doing well, my friend. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing all right. How are you can't doing, be, uh, Can't be mad, guys. I'm drinking. Like uh, It's a solid, solid day. I have not started drinking. I actually am saving the first shot for this. So I, I, I fucking have mad sudden right now. Probably not a good idea, but I, I've got... Well, I'll just say what I'm drinking. I'm drinking uh, some new tequila. Espolon? Espolon tequila? It's a 100%. I, I, I don't think it's called Espolon. Um, <laughs> like, it's E-S-P-O-L-O-N, but the O has a little dash above it. So if there was a C in this, it'd be S-colon, which wouldn't taste that great, I would imagine. That was a good joke. Fuck you. It was a terrible joke. I'm drinking on good old... Mitcher's bourbon, my boy. That's that's like the perfect bourbon all around. You can drink it neat. You can drink it over the rocks. You can drink it in Mountain Dew. You can put it in anything. It's great. Shove it up your ass. What are you drinking on, Jakey? Yeah, we got a little summer shandy today. Ooh, yeah, I'm down. usually rocking with the beers these days, so not with the nice. liquors like you are. Nice. Hey, you gotta go uh, with the liquors. Save the figures. Hey, Jake. What's your favorite shape? My favorite shape. Yeah, like I like a, a square, a, 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 what, a circle. What's this? Circle. That's another one. A diamond. Geome- geometry. I mean, you can get crazy with this one. Uh, <laughs> Mine would probably be a triangle because it's like the point, triangle. the strongest. The strongest is three points. Like you, know, what they say, an apex. The apex. Yeah. Yeah. Triangle strong know, shape triangle. on the tier list. It's at least yeah. easier. And I mean, you you get you get three of them, and you got yourself a pyramid. Whoa. Well, you Whoa. also need a square for it. You need the bottom. Yeah. I mean, Anyways. Four triangles. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's just... <laughs> yeah, let's, ha- let's everyone have a shot. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining, and let's roll that intro. What happened was we, were, we got caught up in a drunk discussion, and then he burned the bacon. Where we talk about everything and know nothing. You know what I mean? So it's, it kind of seems like a win-win-win. Here's Gerald. Come <laughs> on, everybody, I'm dead. <laughs> Just draw a dick on it. It's not offensive. It's a dick. Everyone's got a dick nowadays. Dude, tell me more, because I don't know anything about it. Oh, a flapper's a 1920s dancer, you motherfucker. Um, got a lot of bagels. I like my bagels. Chug 30. Cheers. Salute. I mean, this shit's free, right? Monday morning. Time on in. Base here. Welcome Angle back, everybody. Landed. So we have one creepy episode for you. So we've been getting a lot of people hitting us up on our social media and emailing us. They're just loving the conspiracy theories, guys. They're loving the slur spiracy part of it. So we might as well just continue on with portions of it. Uh, I know Connery and me have been talking about this topic for a while now and it's one we've been wanting to do ourselves not necessarily our fans hitting us up about so we're gonna we're gonna surprise you connery why don't you uh why don't you break the silence and break the news of what we're talking about today well like many things in the news today and it hasn't been in a while is the bermuda triangle all right and that's why i asked about the shapes now triangles are pretty cool you've got the acute ones the isosceles the obtuse ones. I have. I already said obtuse. I think I have. I don't know. No, you you didn't. You didn't say it. I didn't. Say, I I think there's a lot more than that. There is ninety degree triangle. 
Wait, is that I, a, I, yeah, that is a I thing. barely got my, my my degree, so we're we're good. We're just gonna say there's a lot of them. Yeah, a lot of triangles. But anyways, so Bermuda Triangle is a uh, f- well, basically what could be considered a fictitious shape that they are like. Let's go ahead and draw this over uh, the Atlantic, right? And the reason why is because of all the disappearances that have been happening there. All right. So I mean, you've not got, recent either. This has been going on throughout history, right? Throughout history. So I mean, even. Even back to 1918, you know, the, uh, the USS Cyclops, a uh, pretty cool looking boat, but it was carrying a load of manganese, ma- manganese? I don't know. It's probably not manganese, um, but it went missing without a trace and a crew of 309 people went missing with it. So after it left the island of Barbados, there was, um, there's a lot of theories to why the ship sank, but it's thought that overloading the ship with a, uh, such a dense material was most likely the cause. However... Uh, two of its sister ships, the Protus and the Nurus, were also lost in the North Atlantic during World War II. These ships were also carrying heavy oars. So some people are saying, oh, it could be related because the boat, the bo- remember that buoyancy one? Buoyancy and density. The buoyancy and density of the ship was just all clusterfucked. Um, but I mean, yeah, I know, I don't know how accurate this is, but people have been saying that the uh, the magnetic you know, poles affect that area strongly because there's like, high amounts of like natural magnet material there so maybe yeah. if they're overloaded with these materials it's just like a giant magnet suck imagine being on a boat and this thing just like oh all of a sudden suck down well i mean i have my own theories and not sure. really not really for aircraft right because there is planes that have gone missing like even back in 2008 2008 was the last uh thing that went down what paul didn't what's the famous woman didn't she go missing she was trying to fly around the world and wasn't it in the bermuda triangle no they no. said that she crashed off of the island of what was wasn't it name, Barbados? yeah which is near the bermuda triangle yeah yeah where was she found she they, was found i think her ship was or her plane was found. i know her plane was found eventually yeah look it up but in 2008, that was the last like thing that's gone missing. It was a three-engine Trilander. It took off from uh, Santiago uh, for New York on December 15th of 2008. There was 12 people on board, but after 35 minutes from takeoff, the aircraft disappeared from radar. A massive search operation was launched by the U.S. Coast Guard, but the aircraft was never traced again. Its last known location was about four miles west of the West uh, Caicos Island. Caicos. Uh, it's the Caicos, like Turk and Caicos. But yeah, that was the last like disappearance, and it was a plane. I have an idea on why boats disappear. Um, if you want to get into that, I mean, but it, again, but if you say why boats disappear, but if planes are disappearing too, again, the magnet thing makes sense because it'll mess with their their uh, you know their GPS and their and their compasses. Compass. Yeah, that's the word. That's the <laughs> word. That is the word. Let's have a shot. Um, yeah, drink. I got a drink to this. This is slur spiracies after all. And um, get your tin hats on because it's going to be a one hell of a wild ride today, boys and girls. Yeah, uh, I am excited for this topic because I know next to nothing about the Bermuda Triangle except for the location and just about planes and ships going down and the electromagnetic stuff. But I didn't know that there are like materials down there. And I'm, I- I'm interested to see what Connery has to say with these theories. Oh, so, he's he's a he's a fucking conspiracy nut. He's gonna pull out some crazy shit like it's Godzilla. Godzilla's pulling up from the deep and he's ripping down these bolts and planes. I believe it's something as big as God Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah, yeah that's I, mean, I guess you could go Hollow Earth theory. To, I guess hey. that type of stuff. You like, know that's uh, one of my favorites. 
like a sinkhole opens up or not a sinkhole what's a the the swirly thing a funnel um in the water what do you call that no that's a tornado the funnels that are tornadoes that turn into like water tornadoes well yeah what do you under the water a whirlpool whirlpool Whirlpool. yeah like the toilet like the one in cap or pirates of the caribbean where your captain jack's fighting davy jones yeah that that shit's wild if you're in a boat and you get caught like even a little whirlpool your boat just starts spinning did you, it did just kind of happens sometimes did you guys ever see like the whirlpool in the pond where it like sucks the turtle down and the turtle just keeps getting sucked under <laughs> now imagine that on a large scale terrifying like you know you're gonna die like you can't escape a whirlpool unless you have enough speed to catch the right direction it's going and shoot you out the other side so i mean if you just happen to be coming upon one you're fucked like there's no getting out of that yeah with the ocean man there's so many crazy things that go on there. i could definitely believe there being a massive monster like the kraken or something being down there dragging these boats down or even just like some weird phenomenon where there are massive whirlpools like, i feel like anything is possible in the ocean release my, the kraken my theory is megalodons man you know the big old sharks i think it's one of those and the reason why i say that is if you there's this uh tracker for sharks right sharks sea turtles things like that uh it's called osearch.org but it's got a tracker built in so they tag like sharks turtles um dolphins shit like that and you can track it so whenever it emerges or um the tracker you know tracks the location of it so each time it comes up goes back down um it, it tracks that however and and the reason why i check it is where i live in florida you know, if I know there's like a migration of sea turtles or something like that, I'll try to go out on the boat and, you know, see turtles. Um, but also really cool for seeing big ass sharks because it does um, it does have a pretty good tracker on it, but it only tracks it from the point of it emerging. Right. So turtles, they're basically a live tracker since they're always at the top. So the were you part. saying that like a megalodon was the size of Godzilla? Because that's not even close to accurate. Well, I'm sure it's kind of uh, how big was Godzilla? Godzilla is the size of a goddamn skyscraper, dude. He was like moving skyscrapers and shit. A megalodon is 18 meters or like 60 feet long. So like three school buses. Megalodon was like whale size. I'm pretty sure. But it, the tracking thing is interesting. I saw a TikTok the other day and it doesn't necessarily pertain directly to, to the Bermuda Triangle, but it was off the entire East Coast of the United States. It shows like great white and like other common known sharks. And they really don't go into the deeps, like especially down where the Bermuda Triangle. They they go like there was one shark that they tracked that went a little bit in, but he rarely did it, and he would just go straight back out. But all the other ones stayed in the shallows. They stay right along the uh, Atlantic coast. That's mm-hmm. basically what they do. They just they stay in that because you know it's warmer water, it's closer to land. The fish are on the shelf; they can eat. However. I mean, there's a shark, and uh, let me pull it up, actually. I was say, because what about Deep Blue? Deep Blue, well, I mean, granted, that was the Pacific Ocean, but he went out far in the Pacific Ocean. Like, out there far. Yeah, but it's So it's is the Atlantic weird. Ocean different with sharks compared to the Pacific Ocean? They're, like, scared. They're, like, fuck going deep into this Atlantic Ocean. Well, I would imagine yeah, it's... They're cold. They're cold-blooded creatures, right? So the warmer the water is, the, the faster they're able to move, right? Isn't right. that how sharks work? Yeah. You got to think about the, it. Closer well, to coast, closer to land, it, the water is going to be warmer than out in deep fucking wide open water, right? But there's shark. There's a, um, like, for example, 
In September 1st, 2016, there was a shark whose name was uh, Makito. Uh, Makito is a blue shark, eight foot long blue shark, right? And it peened when they got, went ahead and sent it in September 1st, 2016. And then December 6, 2016 was the last peen. Uh, and that was in the Somme Plain, which is just it's in between. Yeah, it's a dead zone right in between the Mid-Atlantic Ridge and the um, Bermuda Rise. So think about it like this. You take a tracker, you put it on a shark, it's painting all the fucking time along the Atlantic. It goes from Florida all the way up to fucking Boston. It's grabbing a beer. And then next thing you know, it's, <laughs> it's, grabbing a beer. it's fucking in the north. It's in the middle of nowhere, never painted again. And that's years ago, right? Two years before the last plane went missing in the Bermuda Triangle. What makes sense? Something ate it, maybe, and went, rose to the uh, top of the water, shit, or whatever sharks do at the top of the water. And then uh, that's so the last I was ever seen. Do our pings just track general locations, or does it track depth? Now, if you it, told me it was at an excessive depth that, like, normal blue sharks and gray sharks don't and white sharks don't go to then I would be a little worried. But if it's at the top, just out deeper, I mean, great blue or whatever blue is, it went out there pretty far in the Pacific. And I mean, well, that's different. Well, here's another one. All right. So there's Nukumi, a white shark, a white shark that's 17 feet long. This God shark had, has had multiple peens. Um, started first up in like near the Boston area, right? In 2020, you know, November, not November, November 10th, it was near Washington. Um, I'm, I'm not saying the proper states, but fuck it. Maryland. And, and then uh, it made it to basically Georgia, right? And then next thing you know, fucking gone. Right past to the right of the Mid-Atlantic Ridge. And the last time it was pinged was fucking April 11th of this year. So the Bermuda Triangle? Basically, right, right next to the tip of it, yeah. I mean, it could be those elect electromagnetic pulses, though. Maybe it comes up. Yeah. Maybe they're really strong every once in a while, and that could make a a, a, a electrical device like something. Mind you, thing. shoot out, yeah. Mind yeah. you, this fish, this fish, this seventeen foot fucking shark was painting March fifteenth again, um, like a hundred miles um, later, March twentieth, March twenty first. And it constantly pained all the way up until March or April 2nd. And then April 7th, never seen again. Or April 11th, never seen again. But let me ask you this. How long do those trackers last? Like, was has it been years? And then all of a sudden it's just like, oh, no, we don't have this shark anymore. Maybe the, it, rem, like, it m removed or it got, you know, in a, a scuffle, a, a scuffle with another shark and a mating, mating ritual. And then the fucking tracker floated up to the surface possibly or it was eaten by a megalodon um here's another fish uh, fish again a big ass shark uh white shark 12 foot ironbound is its name and i know ironbound because it always comes down uh to where i live but it was first the tracker was first put on it in 2019 and even of may of this year it's still going off so that means you know three almost four years later the tracker's still going right and that's a 12 foot shark that that says something. When a 17-foot shark goes missing, that's kind of weird. You know, it's it could be Megalodon. That is a massive, massive uh, See, creature, a 17-foot shark. You guys don't know about the Leviathan. And I'm not talking about the creature of mythology. Like, I'm talking about 
the the prehistoric whale that fought the megalodon now that's scarier than the megalodon itself Wait, think about I this i don't you know, know about this about no okay so there is a there is a whale that was around the same time as the megalodon its skull alone was 10 feet long and it was called the leviathan it weighed up to 50 tons and was about 60 feet as well so same similar length in total around a megalodon uh, but its teeth Take your forearm, right? Take your forearm, put it up. That's one tooth lengthwise. That's a giant fucking dick is what that is, too. No, that's a tooth. I can only imagine it's dick. Uh, it's dork. Sorry, it's dork. <laughs> is that what it's called? A dork? We, we've done this before. You remember it's a dork. Don't lie. <laughs> I don't remember. We drink during these episodes. What's funny is we do all this research to the episode, and then it's basically the lost. Yeah, it's lost. Speaking of which, uh, Jake, the last time I heard from you, um was when i moved right mm -hmm. that was you guys had a great fucking episode that was beautiful it was a oh good episode. yeah it was a, it was a great time i love the slur spiracy i i love conspiracy theories i love this type of shit so any anything like this i'm into and that's honestly why we keep having you on for because people seem to love one apparently they like your voice which i don't get it like we keep getting people messaging saying they like your voice and then two for some reason, our charts when you come on for slur spiracy just seem to just gravitate. <laughs> I love so the going heap... down the rabbit hole. That's what I'm so here I, for. <laughs> I did type in the Leviathan. So the book of Job, Job or Job, book of Job, Job. Job. There's no yeah. E, when he though. was eaten by a whale, you know that story in the biblical text. That's yeah, what they talk but, about. The Leviathan is what ate him. The one that had Pinocchio. That's another different book. Different book of Job or different story. Like yeah. um, similar no. idea though. Anyways, so it was during the Mesopotamian, uh, Meso Mesopotamian. Mesopotamian. You just said that Mesopotamian. So Tiamat, defeated by Marduk, have long been drawn so in comparative in mythology. But yeah, notably Babylon. Mesopotamia. And, Say it for me. It's not Mesopotamia. It's Mesopotamian. Oh yeah, the era. Talking You're talking about yeah, the era. 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 Anyways. <laughs> so. Um, it was also mentioned in Babylon, but yeah, 19th century, um, referring to it as a large aquatic creatures, such as the crocodile, the word later came to be used as the term for great whale and sea monsters in general. Mm -hmm. So I thought a Leviathan was a giant, like octopus or no, you squid. think of the, the Kraken, like release yeah. the Kraken. So it's the same when we think about old, uh, language, right? We do translations. So one language will be calling it a Leviathan or, you know, a lar the, the, the monster of the deep. And then we take that and translate that, say like the Greeks where they called it the, the Kraken. And then that's the same translation. So they, the translation in languages is how we come up with these different names. What also, so behemoth is kind of the land version of the Leviathan then. So the reason why I brought this up is because it's behemoth. in the same. Yeah, behemoth. So that just means big, doesn't it? A behemoth. Yeah, normally it's an adjective in the, the, the modern society. But behemoth is actually Hebrew. Is a beast it is. From, what, that's how they explain. Hold on. That's how they explain freaking David and Goliath. A behemoth. It's in the biblical text. Yeah, but it's it's referred to as a beast from the biblical book of Job and is a form of the primeval chaos monster created by God at the beginning of creation. So a chaos monster in the water is a leviathan, but a behemoth itself is something that's on land. Um, so um, behemoth, whether that be like a giant uh, or a giant or an orc or, or, or things like that. Did are, you just say orc? Orc, yeah. 
I hate you. Yeah, fucking Lord of the Rings. You shall not pass, motherfucker. The greatest wizard of Oz. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, you just said you just told me you 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 say you're a Lord of the Rings fan, and you just called that monster an orc. That that is not an orc guy. They referred to it as orcs. No, they didn't. No, that big monster was uh, what's his name? He had a name. I'm having Sag- a brain fart because I'm dressed. Yeah, something Sag. I can't remember. I'm. Let's have a shot. Fuck it. I'm just trying to keep up. Yeah, I know. I kind of. I go all over the it's place the when bell I have tangents. No, I is. love the tangents. The bell rock. That's what it is. It's not a fucking orc. Orcs are elves. What's the what's the bell rock? What is that? That's the that's where Gandalf is like, you shall not uh, pass. Like, yeah, that's it. I'm not referring to Belrock as an orc though. I'm saying there is orcs in Lord of the Ring. Yeah, there are, but they were technically yeah. elves. You're an elf. I I would love to be an elf and live forever. Would you wait, let's jump... get back to wait, hold on. We're, we got on the Leviathans and monsters, and we're not even on the Bermuda Triangle Paul, anymore. Paul, if you were an elf, would you jump from tree to tree all nimbly bimbly like? Nimbly bimbly. Uh, yeah, so the Bermuda Triangle. So what do you what what do you guys have for conspiracy theories? Paul, I know you definitely have some. Oh, I have a bunch. Well, I mean, we're gonna get back to the Bermuda Triangle, but did you guys realize that there are more zones like this around the world other than the Bermuda Triangle itself? No, I didn't. Like disappearance so, zones? Yeah, yeah. Dif- disappearance zones or dead zones or high activity, whether it be UFO or disappearance and shipwrecks on planes like we've talked about. One of the other notable ones is called the Dragon's Triangle off the coast of Tokyo in Japan. And now this one's an acute one. You talked about acute triangle. So it's like a long, skinnier triangle zone, uh, but it's got extreme high magnetic field area and high volcanic ridge area. Is that the one that's referred to uh, in the Devil's Sea? Yes. Ah. Or near the Devil's Sea. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, And then there's one not far from here, actually, guys. There's one in Lake Michigan. I believe that. Yeah. Fuck so Michigan. The Sorry, most I love, one, love of, Michigan. one of the oldest recordings of this disappearance zone and triangle zone in Lake Michigan was all the way back to 1663. So there is a lot and it was at the time, think about this. At the time this was the largest ship ever built for the Great Lakes and the second largest ship ever built on the planet and it sunk in one of the calmest known waters on the Great Lakes which is one of these dead zones. Whoa. So did is there any theories of why it sank like it hit something or No, so I mean again it's a calm area so at that time 1600 you're using sails, right? You're using mm-hmm. the wind. And the problem with these dead zones and why the Bermuda Triangle and the Dragon Triangle got these names as dead zones or death zones is because it is calm, no wind, still water and you can be afloat for days and weeks on end without able to move because there is no wind and no waves. So it's like a desert. It's a desert at sea. That's fucking nuts. I was um I pulled up the Devil's Sea, right? And the mm-hmm. the triangle you're talking about, Dragon Triangle. Mm-hmm. So there's some scientific research beep 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 boop 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 beep boop um, behind it. Yeah. So some of the anomaly anom anomaly anomalies. Fucking hell. Um, Drink again. Drink again. Yeah, fuck it. Drink again. Cheers. We should have a word every time. Remember back when we did, uh, what was it, Supermassive? Supermassive Megatwat. Supermassive Megatwat. That was such a great fucking episode. Uh, We need to still make a shirt for that one. We do. Anyways, 
Um, so an environmental phenomenon that they're trying to say is related to it is because of gases of methane. Uh, methane. methane. You just killed yeah. that. I think every time I should I slur, I should drink some more. But anyway, you do it right now. Hold on, I'm wait for you. All right, hold on. Drink. <laughs> and actually, you are you're a chemistry kind of water. guy. You're a I'm chemistry a guy. You're a chemistry yeah. guy. Well, um, methane with water. What happens? Um, electromechanical. So that when methane uh, hydrates, gas or methane caltrates explode. Bubbles will mm -hmm. be formed on the water surface as ice-like deposits. Yep. So it makes little mini icebergs, basically. Yes. Um, so what they're saying, though, is that um, because there's no trace of why something would happen, but they do know methane is present in this location, they're saying that methane basically makes them an iceberg, puts a hole in the ship, and then melts. So on top of that, this is another thing I read, and this is just in that triangle, right? This is the, the dragon triangle or whatever. So there's also a large deposit of volcanic activity there, too, with sulfur being brought out. So when you have sulfur, methane, and, and water mixing, something that kind of crazy happens. Buoyancy and density kind of doesn't exist. Yeah. If you have buoyancy and those chemicals mix, it doesn't float. No, Nothing will float. Like if you were sitting on there laying on your back, you will instantaneously drop to the bottom of the seafloor. I wonder, I wonder about the salt content of that area where all those like gases less, are merging. You mean like less salt? Yeah, I'm wondering if because of that, the salt just sinks to the bottom. So you have like these almost deposits of salt at the bottom of the water because salt technically, salt would, it, it, since it is uh, denser than um, water. Mm, is that right? Because look at the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea has a higher salt content and you float more. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying though. Because of that, it, it allows you to float more, right? So if you look at um, somewhere Less. that... Oh, yeah. yeah. You're yeah, right. It clicked. It clicked. It, it did. It did. I need a drink oh. again to that then. Yeah. How you doing, Jake? I'm sorry. We've been taking up all this time. How you no, doing? You're good. He's you're listening. Good. He's I'm he's learning. learning. <laughs> I don't online. think I don't think we're the best mentors on learning any actual information. We're you know a lot, you a lot more about the Bermuda Triangle and all these triangles around everywhere that I just had no idea existed, honestly. I did no idea about the Dragon's Triangle or the one in Lake Michigan. The Lake Michigan one makes sense because, I mean, yeah, with those calm waters, I'm sure people did probably just starve to death in the 1600s off a boat. The Dragon's Triangle is really interesting. And, like, the methane thing you're saying makes a lot of sense, especially if that methane gas got into the air. I could see that being a problem for planes as well because I'm sure, yeah. like, it all evaporates. You know, so, like if there's a big pocket of methane gas over the Bermuda Triangle or this Dragon's Triangle that could definitely cause some planes to drop in elevation very quickly. So I kind of learned something now. And as I was searching more, I don't know if it, how accurate it is. But so you, we were talking about the freaking, what are they called again? Whirlpools. whirlpools. So the one in Lake Michigan is actually known for the most whirlpools on the planet. So well, there it pops you go. open the most whirlpools. And there apparently this is people have recordings of huge vehicle-sized chunks of ice falling from the sky. What? And then one sailor kept the side the ch the chunk of ice and brought it back to report it. And there was a report in what is this town? Musk. Keegan, Muskegon, Muskegon, Michigan, where he brought in this chunk of ice the size of a Volkswagen bus. 
Isn't that don't is is that a Joe Dirt thing? Like a giant chunk of fucking piss no, water. No, no. That well, that's a freaking from the plains. Those are what are those called? Those are those are there's a name for those. Like the poo turt, the poo meteorite. Mm-hmm. No, but this was a, a chunk of ice the size of a fucking Volkswagen minibus. And those just fall from the sky. And he said it <laughs> fell from the sky. That's insanity. But yeah, this thing stretches um from you know the the harbor all the way up past muskegon all the way to minutes like fucking wisconsin dude like this is a large chunk of space where they have a lot a lot a lot of reports of just random crazy thing from ufos to sea monsters oh my god we got more sea monsters we got our own nessie in america guys do ley lines run through this all of these areas what do you mean yeah. The, like, these are do they all do they Connor? Well, you know what I'm talking about. The, the Great Lakes, how they were formed, essentially is um, you had uh, glaciers, tectonic, yeah, tectonic plates and glaciers. So when um, these giant ravines, if oh, you yeah. will, melted during the glacier, uh, what period was that where the glaciers melted? Oh my God, that was the end of the ice age, my guy. Yeah, but isn't that a <laughs> defined as a, a time frame? The, like e- the end of no, no, the end of the ice age or the younger Jurassic. Oh, okay. Anyways, that water melted and then filled those ravines, essentially. Yeah, Benton Harbor, Michigan. So it goes, it stretches from Lugington to Benton Harbor, Michigan to Manawanek, Wisconsin. That's a. They even get saltwater sharks or saltwater creatures in the Great Lakes, right? Yeah, no, they, no. they'll come down the Hudson. Yeah, they will. Is it? In Lake Is it? Erie, in Lake Erie, and what's the one? Uh, Ontario. Ontario. Uh, you, you will get um, some uh, saltwater creatures there, but not like sharks. Like I understand the no, Ohio no. River. You, the you Ohio will get River sharks. has shark. No. If the no Ohio way. River has sharks, how does Lake Erie not have sharks? Because I've never. Oh, I'm about to search this shit. Lake Erie. Yes, shark. there there are sharks in Lake Erie. I shit you not. Yeah. I knew that. Come on, Paul. Did you know, so going back to the Bermuda Triangle, did you know that when Christopher Columbus sailed, did his little voyage and passed the Bermuda Triangle, on his first voyage to the New World, he recorded that a bursting flame of fire struck the sea and caused a strange light to appear in the distance a few weeks later? That was in his journal. And they were taking some shit out of sea. Well, you got to think about it. So in modern times, right, if you and I, let's just put it this way. I'm sure shrooms existed during the time of Christopher Columbus. I'm sure they smoked weed every single day. They were probably doing a whole bunch of weird shit. You know, back in the day, they used to drink rum and whiskey all the time because the water wasn't clean enough to store and drink that whole time. So they would drink rum and whiskey because it was cleaner because of the alcohol content. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, so they were probably blitzed out of their fucking mind. They were dehydrated, they were malnourished, and they were drunk as fuck. I'm sure they saw some shit. Sharks and dolphins. Hold on, hold on. I looked this shit up. And shark ever being in the Great Lakes? So there's a possibility. Up in like, how is it going to jump out it, it, into the Ohio River? It's easier because it goes up the Mississippi to the Ohio. You're telling- yeah, no, it's it's a very light 99. Get to 12. Fuck, talking about eels. Up scene. I I almost had to leave the room. I I was about to throw about up. the sashimi one. Oh, dude. Oh. Uh, uh. Oh, God. I don't even want to think about it. Anyways, well, drink to that. <laughs> I'll drink to that one. Everyone have a good shot. But um, where was it going with that one? About eels. 
Uh, oh yeah. So you know where Wee Man was standing in the water and then took the, the took the key electric. and shoved it up. Uh, it wasn't poopy. Put put hit the key Bobby up. The Pontius was it Chris Pontius? Yeah, Chris. So shoved the key up Chris's ass, and then the electric eel was able to transfer that current through him. Um, yeah. So hear me out on this one. What if those eels, while they're you know bumping nasties, emit electrical charges that disrupt? navigation systems and that could be a reason that people are dying because eels decided to do the nasty in the bermuda triangle so you know it's crazy do you know what we the have now connect what do, do you know the muffin man muffin uh, man land. yeah <laughs> no no okay hold on so did you know that eels eels the dna wise the closest thing to the Jurassic and Cretaceous, no, I can't even talk. Jurassic Cretaceous period. I am drinking Cretaceous animal. The longest relative to an eel in the Cretaceous period was the Spinosaurus, and they what? now believe that the Spinosaurus had the same ability as an eel, the electric eel did, where it could put off electronic pulses. Could you imagine an animal and creature larger than the T Rex? able to swim faster than most land animals put off electrical pulses. I think that would make it better than a T-Rex. I mean, it's a bipedal creature. By far the most terrifying animal to ever exist then. I wonder, so so they said that you would probably know this better than me, Paul, but back in the day, the reason why dinosaurs were able to exist is because of um, oxygen and carbon content in the air. Yeah. Higher oxygen and higher CO2 oxygen actually output too at the time. Which technically would mean that it rains more, right? There's more water moisture in the air. It's probably humid as fuck. Well, you had Pangea, so yeah. Okay. Technically, it would be able to run after a creature and then use its super ability of shock Pikachu. Okay, well, here's the one problem. And stun. Here's the one problem with that. Like, yes, the Spinosaurus was larger and more terrifying, but the thing is, is it lived most of its life in the water. It's almost like a crocodile, right? Uh, And it's most of its diet based on its teeth or ergonomics and the ergonomics of its snout and its claws was fish. So it ate fish and like smaller animals and and, and mammals inside the waterways. It probably went out of its way to avoid larger carnivores and more and and more realistic possibilities. It probably would dive in the water and hide. Do you think back in the day, sea monsters to what people perceive as sea monsters today were because of skeletons that were found of? So well, yeah. Or... So I mean, we've talked about this before. Oh, yeah. When we find skeletons, we draw them at the best representation that we have. Um, and now, with more modern science and more modern, modern, uh, you know, paleontologists and archaeologists and anthropologists, they can put a better design to it. Because I mean, if you look at a skull of a hippopotamus, pull it up right now. Pull up a skeleton of a hippopotamus and tell me that is not the absolutely most terrifying thing you've ever seen. They're all fucking muscle. Well, not just that, but the, the way the bone actually sits in their jaw on a structure, you'd think it's straight out of freaking the Chronicles of Riddick. But oh, yeah. I bet you dinosaurs don't even look like what we thought. Absolutely did. not. Absolutely they, they look not. nothing like this. Not I, even I swear. Because, I mean, well, every, every time you see a dinosaur in, like, a mock-up of what we think they would look like, there's no fat on them. Like, think about how a hippopotamus 
example right. you just used. You look at that, it looks terrifying if you look right. at the skeleton structure. But, but then you look at it in real life, it's got it's got some heft to it, you know? Half, it's all half. It's fucking yeah. massive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a fucking bus. <laughs> so um, since we've been talking about Bermuda Triangle, I want to kind of give you an idea of where it starts and the triangle where it's at. So you take Miami, Florida, San Juan, Puerto Rico, and Bermuda itself, and that makes the triangle. Uh, just but it a, counts. It's moving, though. Um. Yeah. So some people are saying that the Bermuda Triangle is moving because of how um, ocean First levels rotation, are rising. The rotation. You have the tectonic plates moving and the magnetic field itself. Uh, so they actually believe that the the Bermuda Triangle itself does shift over time. So I mean, imagine we have all these tectonic plates, right? Uh, it probably was a at a point when Pangaea was there, a large deposit of these magnetic materials and ore and then as the oceans rise and as time itself has changed the planet its surface now you have this area a triangle as what we call it but it's probably a weird obtuse looking area of large deposits of mag of magnets i mean that's what i i personally think but i mean again you also look have you looked at the ufo sightings in that area though yeah. That's creepier than any of the sea monsters and disappearances. But some people are even saying, um, speaking of which, I've got a little story, a sidetrack story. So I was up on a roof today. Main reason why I have a fucking sunburn. I was on it all day because we we're installing a solar panel system. And uh, this um, Hispanic worker that was on the roof referred to uh, the only white guy in the group as Aquaman. And I said, do you mean water boy? And he laughed and said, I call that during downtime. I was like, that's a funny fucking thing. But uh, Aquaman, Atlantis, that's where I was going with that sidetrack. So Atlantis is another theory of the Bermuda Triangle. They're saying that Atlantis sunk in. Uh, was no. swallowed by the Bermuda Triangle uh, because of the Mid-Atlantic Ridge moving. As a fan of history... That, that was a technical it was. difficulty as, is what on. that was. Uh, as a fan... Years. I was yeah. trying to cut it back into where I was. As a fan of history, I'm telling you, well, based on what we have from Plato, where he wrote about it, and other cultures that we have, the, the lost city of Atlantis won... When it was surrounded by water was a dugout, and I do believe that it was in where the Sahara is now. So I think the the like because we have to remember the water level was much higher than it is uh, lower than it is now. So like the water level itself has actually gone down from where it was during the Bronze Age era. So if you look at the like the city of Troy where it is now or where we believe we have found it, it is all the way inland. So the water was... levels was actually higher. So. They now believe the lost city of Atlantis is actually into the desert itself of the Sahara. Well, I, I mean, thought that the I thought the Sahara was an ocean like that like a lot longer time of yeah it millions was. of years ago. It was. Yeah, that, that. So how would Atlantis have been surrounded by water in the Sahara? Not okay. It's not like it was way in. It was miles into where it is now. So there's an area. Um, what is it called? I'm. I forget where it is. It's off the coast of, I think it's Morocco. 
um, but it's pr past the Gibraltar Strait. So when you go past the Gibraltar Strait, you're going out into the Atlantis, which uh, Atlantic is what Plato talks about. You go to this civilization past the Gibraltar Strait into the Atlantic, and it was uh, three rings. So there's rings of the civilization itself of waterways. And now we have these rock formations of three rings that are sitting miles off the coast. So, I mean, it's, I'm not talking like it's in the middle of the desert. It's like miles off the modern coast. Well, I mean, you also got to think it's uh, Socrates. So back Socrates. in Socrates, um was in, <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, I'm, I'm happy that it came off the tongue. Anyways, so in 360 BCE, the Greek philosopher Plato is is the original founder, if I'm you really will. I'm really happy that you did BCE, by the way. I just want to say that. Oh, thanks, buddy. I'm, I, I can read. Um, is the original kind of like content creator, if you will, of Atlantis, the city of Atlantis. And some people even say, though, that Atlantis didn't exist at all. Yeah, he was yeah. probably just high off of some fruit. See, and uh, part of me, I, I found it hard to believe with that because we believe so much of his other writings. Um, and then obviously he was the, I think he was the, Plato came after a, a Socrates, but either way, I don't think that he would go into extravagant detail talking about this civilization if he didn't actually, one, meet people from it or talk or deal with them or two, see the city itself. Um, but we don't know. I mean, we have no idea. People write poetry now. People write fiction now. Um, it's definitely a possibility. But I'm saying if there was a city of Atlantis, it's not going to be all the way out in the Atlantic Ocean in the Bermuda Triangle. We didn't have the technology to – at fucking like you said in the bces to travel into mid-ocean like the philistines made the greatest stride in ocean faring technology and it was just to travel the mediterranean and the northern african coast well and and that kind of comes back to um atlantis the antediluvian world uh, mm -hmm. that the writer Ignitus Donnelly argued. So the accompl uh, the accomplishment, uh, accompl fuck, I got to take a shot. Yeah, that word. <laughs> um, everyone, take a shot. I, I'm slurring. Have a shot. Um, so it of that helps. ancient world related to using the sea and the wind to travel, but also things such as metallurgy and advanced uh, fucking shit. Algorithms? No, <laughs> agriculture. That's the word. I was looking for uh, must have been handed down by an earlier advanced civilization. So that's why they're trying to say that um, the city of Atlantis was an advanced civilization, not as mm. you know advanced as we are talking on our our webcams and our microphones, but people that kind of started the basics of metallurgy and agriculture. I mean, things that are able to I mean, provide to a civilization that's no longer part of a mainland of a group of trade. It, they're their own individual individualized civilization so i've taught i've sent jake this and i know jake fucking loves it when i send it to him so like when you're talking ancient yes. civilization and you're talking about the strides of humans a lot of not i wouldn't say a majority but there are as a select few of egyptologists that believe that egypt itself is much older than we date it to because of the sphinx you know from the neck down it is at a different time period from the neck up because ramses the second actually changed and updated the sphinx itself wait 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 wait. so you're saying that the top of the sphinx is a lot newer than the bottom oh, thousands of years carbon seriously yeah look at the detail in the bottom compared to the top it, it's the completely different because of the erosion over time not even just that. There's Connery. It's the middle of the desert, and there's water erosion on the bottom of the Sphinx. Oh. 
the Nile River used to be much higher. I mean, yeah. that could, uh, the Nile was probably all the way up to there. I mean, that used to be in a, a massive valley of agriculture all the way down that thing. Mm-hmm. Is anyone else getting turned on by all of this? Massive. Massive, super massive, if you massive, will. Behemoth, gargantuan. <laughs> Leviathan. <laughs> no, this is this but, is really cool. I mean, the fact we've gone from Bermuda Triangle to a Sphinx is is a, a huge leap. No, it's really about is. alcohol. This is what happened last time, and I absolutely love it. <laughs> it, it, it chaos is pure sport. <laughs> but the thing is, is when we look at this, right? We look at the we call it the Fertile Crescent. I'm giving you guys some history right now. Ooh, fertile like Crescent is is where we know as modern history started, right? Our beginnings of what we know now are written history throughout Mesopotamia, which is the beginnings of Babylon and everything where alcohol drink. Everyone was found that shop when we started producing grains, Connery, it wasn't for bread. It was for beer. We started producing massive agriculture, not for bread, but for alcohol. I want to, I want to put a, a idea of perspective into every listener's mind right now, right? What you conceive and pers- uh, your perspective of alcohol and drugs and things like that didn't exist back then right there was no rules there was no regulations of how much you could drink how fucked up you could get what type of drugs you could do the type of theories and ideas and things like that the writing that we have is available because they were able to do whatever the fuck they wanted well not really whatever we wanted but yeah all your favorite figures from history were just fucked up the entire time absolutely They, they were blasted out of your mind Absolutely. Alexander the Great was on tripping sack on ergot before we even knew what acid was. Oh. That's some shit we don't even know about because they probably drove into extinction. So I just no, found that's crazy. what that's the derivative of acid is ergot. It's a mold that forms. It's an it's an actual mold and um um well not mold, um um fucking not even seaweed. Oh, I'm trying to think. Moss. It's a moss that forms, and we would actually take this moss that was with our early grains and grind together. And then you drink the substance, right? Or what we would uh, closest relative, I would say, would be like absinthe, right? You have a natural forming hallucinogen in a, you know, natural forming grain, and then it would be considered a bad poach or a bad batch. But they would still drink it. They'd get fucked up on this shit. We are fun fact. We are not the only creature on this planet to consume psychedelics. Jaguars have been found in the Amazon to chew on roots of trees that contain DMT, which is one of the most powerful psychedelics you could possibly take. Could you imagine being an apex predator blown off your fucking mind? And then you find a mole going, just (laughs) hanging out. You're like, oh, bro, this is the best day ever. (laughs) (laughs) Or you're just feeling all vlonky and can't figure it out. My, no, imagine being some poor ass Indian dude walking through the forest and he finds a jaguar or a tiger just tripping sack in the middle of the forest. You make buddy buddy with this jaguar too. That's probably your only opportunity. It That's might not have jungle book came it's, from. It's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> jungle book came from. Fuck no. Y'all can drink to that. I am. <laughs> I mean, realistically, though, if you think think on it a little heavily, Jesus Christ, this summary. Yeah, I think on it heavily. Most phenomenal stories and movies and 
literature has came from people absolutely blown out of their fucking mind. Isn't that how Apple was made? Steve Jobs sitting inside of his fucking garage just smoking a spliff and he's just no. sitting there like... You didn't see the movie? He took no, acid haven't. and he was sitting in the middle of a field and that's how he came up with the idea of the fucking Apple. Of like that fucking iPod. You know what I came up with when I was fucking tripping balls in the middle of a field? Being a man cat? Yeah. And to this day I still have you in my phone as man cat. I know. I know you do. <laughs> Uh, laser pointers are fun. Anyways, um, so let me ask you this though, like guys, my 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 biggest thing, right? My question on all of this, right? We're talking about the Bermuda Triangle, Connery. Yeah. What if? So, have you guys ever seen the movie The Deep? I have. Yes. Uh, with uh, talking about the, the or- aliens under the water and shit, uh, Blue, Blue Deep or whatever. I'm pretty sure it's called. It's like a whole fucking civilization of aliens in the deep waters of the Bermuda. Wait, no, no, that's you've never seen that movie. movie? I'm no, no, sending no. you the link. No, no, no. The deep is about the fucking uh, oil rig that's off on. No, that's a new one. I'm talking about like the, the one from the 1980s. I have not. 1980s. We're definitely so, watching that together. Hold on. I'm about to send you guys. The, I think it's. Well, while you do that, so some yeah. scientists and going back to the Bermuda Triangle, so uh, hurricanes. Okay, um, hurricanes come from basically dry air, right? So you have the Sahara Desert that, uh, you know, during basically July all the way up to October is blowing this dust into the air, causing dry air to go ahead and across the, uh, across the Atlantic and then come into the Gulf, the Atlantic and things like that. And um, the moisture and all this stuff superheats and it causes a hurricane, right? So some people are saying there was the storm, the storm, the big storm, right? So the once in a hundred year storm, which now seems to happen every three years here in, uh, you know, Florida or uh, Louisiana, Georgia, you name it. Yeah. It's all um, for views. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but some people are attributing the, the city of Atlantis or the missing ships or things like that to either the Sahara dust or a hurricane. Um, you know, I just wanted to bring that up real quick. What you got? So I'm sorry. It wasn't the deep. You're right. It's called the abyss. Oh yeah. That makes more sense. No, I haven't seen it, but the deep was definitely. So it was, you were right. And that was a good movie too. Um, I want you both as homework. No, no, this is your homework. It's from 1989. Maybe one of these days we'll watch it. Um, But I want you to try to watch the movie. It's called The Abyss, right? And the idea is that there is literally alien life, like civilization older than us that have been here longer than us in the deeps of these giant rifts, almost like the Marianas Trench, right? We talked about that last episode, Jake, uh, where there's this underwater civilization of fucking aliens living down there uh, and the only way we could get there because obviously our bodies would be crushed by pressure is that we learn to breathe water now listen to me you're like well, that's crazy right every single one of us before we are born is learning to be able to breathe water in the womb right that makes sense you yeah. have a type as a different type of liquid that brings oxygen into your lungs and when you are born that's when you get your first breath of air so it's almost very similar it's a very very you know, thick liquid that you're in in a suit and you're able to go in deeper into the water at a deeper pressure because you're reteaching your body how to breathe through this different type of liquid. So then you're not having air in your lungs. You're having liquid in your lungs. Look at Jake getting handed a beer. He was I know, all- what a woman. 
And wait, she wait, wait, wait. Let's all clap to her. Abby, you're a fucking champ. Absolute <laughs> champ. I, I'm a blessed man. Let me just say. Yeah. Jeez. Anyways. I have so, zero complaints. <laughs> so what you're saying, Paul, right, is the moment my baby is born mid-August, right, I throw that bitch into a, a fucking pool and I say, you need to learn how to breathe. Well, no, so it's, a, it's a different type of liquid, right? Oh, so it's not yeah. like you're just putting it in H2O. You're not putting it just in water. The woman's womb, fluid. Yeah, it's amniotic fluid. It's a different type of, of liquid, but it's like, like the suit like the that we're in. Yeah, the suit we're in is a different kind of liquid. Like it, it holds all the nutrients that you need, but you're not able, you don't have air. Air wants to rise in water. And when it's under pressure, it's it's completely contracted right but when you already have water filling your lungs you don't have to worry about a massive pressure difference so like this in this movie in the abyss he's breathing a type of liquid in the suit and he's able to go to app like crazy depths and he's finally able to see the civilization guys i promise you it's a nuts movie but it's so worth the watch it's a james cameron movie from what i've seen and mind you the poster says he made your heart pound with the Terminator. Then he stopped it with aliens. The abyss. It's so um, good. That it sounds pretty it, heavy, man. It looks I, like um, you guys I watched remember. that bitch on VHS. So my only thing uh, is, at those extreme depths, like, yes, maybe we can solve the whole air pressure issue with that liquid or whatever. What about your bones and body under that pressure? You're trying to tell yeah. me you're not going to get fractures. No, you are. And you have to injuries. you have to go at certain levels, right? So like when I go scuba diving for every, you know, 10 meters, you have to break and wait and your body is getting used to the the pressure of that water. That's what right? you're supposed it's, to do. Yes, you don't just dive down with your that weight. That explains the fucking headaches I got. Jesus. Yeah, that's called hypoxia, you dumb shit. I'm so alive. You're supposed to wait on your depth. Oh my goodness, Connor. Listen, man, you're a homeowner now. You don't want to pass on that depth. I I went down at 25 meters for fucking lobster. Please tell me you don't fill your regulator and just shoot the fuck up. That's not what you're supposed to do? No. That's how you die. My man went to the most ghetto scuba diving school. So not Connery. I am certified as a diver. And if you do that, you will literally have the oxygen in your bloods rupture and you will die. I so to be fair, I had I was 25, 20 meter, uh, 20 meters max, right? Yeah. It's fucking diving for it's lobster. Yeah. Yeah. Um with a fucking uh hookah, right? So you you had a little uh a hookah. Fucking... Did you just say a fucking hookah? That's what the fucking captain referred to it as. It was a hookah. I was like, "All right, it's a hookah." I was like, "Whatever." So it, 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 it's oh my god. Yeah, that little top water floating generator that supplies you all of your fucking fresh air. Okay, your Haitian captain was a fucking fucking moron. Cuban. Cuban, sorry, whatever. No, that is a, he called it a hookah. Oh my god. Yeah, I'll let Louis know that you called him a fucking Haitian and he'll he'll come to you. Trust me, he'll come to you. I'm really looking forward to the the best though. It really looks like a great fucking movie. 1989, well, August 9th. Great fucking month to release a movie. You know, James Cameron's been at it for a minute. He just made a new Avatar movie too, from what I've been hearing. Look. Have you guys seen the new uh and this is oh, a trailer for the new fucking avatar? Oh dude, it looks beautiful. I can't wait. I really can't wait. I have wait. not it's seen been, the trailer yet. It's been so long. It really has. It's been 10 years. 
It's been, it's been over long 10 long. years. Oh, it's my God. Over. I think it's 2008, right? Okay. Let me look so we've talked about this before too, right? Um, how people wait, get freaked out with the Avatar effect. What is that? What you call it? Mancat. That's that is the story of Mancat, Paul. We Avatar. did watch that. We did watch. Two thousand nine. I'm sorry. Two thousand nine. Yeah. But no, what is that called? It's like Avatar Syndrome. Drink to that, by the way. Yeah, Avatar Syndrome. Wait, mm-hmm. what? It's where it's like... the first person to say Avatar. I did not enjoy Avatar. What? I did not enjoy it. Did you watch it when it came out? I'll watch it like three years later. That's why you just have no understanding of how much time that took to do that CGI. Seven years. I just re- always remember the South Park episode where they're making fun of James Cameron and the bar is like super low. That's what I think every time I watch that movie. To be fair, <laughs> though, James Cameron. So the Avatar, when it was released, was the pinnacle of CGI. Absolutely, Absolutely. pinnacle. It was and the then, pinnacle of CGI in like 2007, halfway through when the movie was made. Yeah, well, you know, so, it's still a great but there's movie. a. We talked about this, Connor. Beowulf. People... Beowulf, the CGI movie, looked better. Uh, uh, that's way disagreeable, and I want to slap you for that. Angelina Jolie looked terrible; like she looked. Angelina Jolie person. did look like trash. Okay. Yeah, absolute trash. Okay, but no, 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 there is people that literally killed themselves because the world around them did not live up to the expectation of Avatar. Think about that. Can you imagine what's going to happen with the new one? With the strives we've had in the last fucking 11 years? Lord forbid you're able to watch it in VR. I will when Connery buys me my goddamn VR that he owes me. Speaking of which... He's going to have the Jurgens on hand with the tissues. I'm wanting to to masturbate with that, Connor. Where is that? So... I've Let's heard so much talk about this. On deck. VR porn is a whole nother level. If you added smell to VR, it'd be real life. It would just be ready player one. Fuck Have you off. seen those suits that they actually make? I don't know if it's a full body suit, it's but there a, are like chest pieces and stuff you can wear where if you can feel the touch. It's called a haptic feedback suit, and I have it on order. Of course okay, you hell yeah. You're going to have to give me a review of that. Um, I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't go down to the crotch. It's just a vest, and the only reason why is because I want to feel getting shot. It's no, not like, no. He wants to have his favorite porn star rub her hand across his chest. Yeah, Adriana Chekik. You heard it here first. She, 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 she's a fan, apparently. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? Right. We get big enough. I hold you to this. Right. I'm gonna hold Lauren to this too. If this ever happens, we get big enough where she messages you. She's like, "Yeah, I'm down with both of you." I'm not even going to talk on this matter. Yes, you are. I'm, I'm asking your ass. If we get big enough where Adriana Chekis messages you guys, says, yeah, I'm down. Would you and Lauren do it? I mean, it is Florida. Oh, God. It is. It's like they, they should just, just call it the state. pineapple state. The pineapple state, the hair tie state, the fucking loofah state, whatever you want to call it. It is the state. Honor, you might as well grab a pillow and a blanket right now and just move yourself to the couch yet. She stopped listening after we were talking about the turns of the taint into a twasn't. Oh, Lauren doesn't listen to this? <laughs> she was like, nope, I don't want to know what's going to happen. I don't care when I have this baby. I don't want to listen to you guys anymore because it was very graphic. I was like, well. How, how do you feel about a, that, though? You're about to be a father, one. right? And in 15 years, your daughter is going to listen to this podcast. Whatever your name is, I want you to know. He hasn't even picked yet. 
Whatever. Not even a few Austrians, just hey, whatever you're called. <laughs> fucking thing. Listen, listen up, good Uncle Paul will tell you everything about this sick bastard. Fucking hell, Uncle Paul. Imagine that. Anyways, yeah, that's terrifying to think. Terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Terrifying. I want you to know I love you, and you're not even here yet. And uh, I'm gonna do everything I can to protect you. And Until I push you into the you. pool. I'm going to teach you hard lessons, which means pushing you into a pool, watching you put your hand on the fucking burner, um, a whole nine yard, you know, watch you as I'm going to record your ass as you put a hose to your face and I'm going to turn that bitch on. I'm going to un- just letting you know right now as an uncle, right? I'm yeah. going to take your daughter hunting and if she kills an animal, I'm going to have her eat the heart in front of me. So I just no. so I can tell you, no, Paul, yep, I'm Paul, doing it. It doesn't no, count. It's happening. No. When the first time I went hunting, guess what I had to do? You ate its nuts, didn't you? I ate its oh, nuts. you sick bastard. Your dad tricked you, didn't he? No, my dad is avid against not being a hunter. So who took you hunting first? Oof. Was it Tyler? No, the first person that took me hunting, actual hunting, and I shot my first buck was my ex, uh, ex's father. And really? he. He joked with me. He was like, a real man goes ahead and eats nuts the first time. And I was like, okay. And I, and I, I put it in my mouth and I was like, yeah, that's, that's a deer nut. And, uh, I threw up and, um, that's Liver King this, would be proud. This, this is the end of the podcast guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> so much for listening to drunk discussions podcast you guys can find us wherever podcasts can be found you can find us on redbubble go ahead and type in just drunk discussions on redbubble go ahead and uh you know buy a tapestry buy a mouse pad buy whatever um those those fees go to hosting uh thank you guys so much for listening to drunk discussions podcast my name's connery I'm Paul, and we had Jake on with us today. Jake, you for, thank you for joining us, Jake. Uh, I can't talk either. Jake, I always enjoy Jake. it. Please have me on more. It is always a blast. This is uh, a highlight of my it? week every time. It is so much fun. That's I know I it's here. because I don't have to do the legwork. I don't have to edit the shit. I just get to show up and shoot the shit with my boys for an hour. So it's always a good time. I enjoy it. This thank is all for having me. Thanks to you guys. So like, comment, share, subscribe, share us. We're growing because of you. We can't do this without you. Thank you and good night. One, two, three. Oh, hey, don't, don't forget. Take a shot.